0: Welcome, Art Curious listeners, to the reintroduction of our bonus series from a couple of years back, A Little Curious. A Little Curious provides you with short and sweet bonus content about art history in between our normal episodes, and we are doing things a little bit differently this time around. For the next few episodes of A Little Curious, we are going all the way back to talk about ancient art. It's a topic I've done very little on since beginning this podcast a few years ago. And it's about time we changed that, and that we share some fun details along the way. In our last episode, we went long on cave paintings, often deemed the oldest of the old in art history. The cave complexes we spoke about, based in France and Spain, are some of the most famous, but they are not the oldest in the world. So just after the quick break, it's time to get a little curious about cave paintings beyond Europe. Stick around. I just recently finished a build onto our house, so I have this amazing new screen porch. And now I am looking for that one special something that will pull it all together and make it a place that I super love to spend time in. And that's why I'm looking at Woodstock Chimes. Woodstock Chimes adds an artful touch to your garden or your patio, and they're also lovely accents for indoor rooms as well. You hang them near an open window in the summer, and you'll hear this beautiful music when the breezes blow. This company offers chimes that are tuned to various melodies and musical scales, and each one is different and delightful. They have beautiful decorative chimes, wind bells, gongs, fountains, and sun catchers to help you create these beautiful tranquil spaces in your home. And a line of personalized chimes that are laser engraved with your own messages prior to shipping. All of them make amazing gifts. You can listen to sound samples on their website, and you'll even find wonderfully large deep-toned chimes that make a huge statement for your gazebo or your entryway and I would love for you to try one for yourself. Listeners to this podcast can get 15% off now by going to chimes.com and using the promo code ARTCURIOUS. That's chimes.com, promo code ARTCURIOUS. Woodstock Chimes, the world's favorite wind chime. Sometimes there's this feeling that history is somehow static, that something happened a long time ago, and that's it. It's the past. It's history and nothing about it really changes. The story, they say, remains the same. But what's really fascinating is that history, the study of the past, as well as our understanding of the events themselves are actually kind of fluid, changing all the time based on new findings, new discoveries, new evidence, and new points of view. What we might have included in a textbook on American art 30 years ago is hopefully not the same as what would be included today. Because our view of history changes. And our view of art history then changes as well. When I began studying art history as a college freshman, I know for sure that my courses began with a discussion about cave paintings in Lascaux, France, and then moving on to Altamira in Spain. And from there, we jumped a little bit into the origins of what would later become known as European-type sculpture before transitioning into ancient Mesopotamia now, in the latest edition of the renowned art history textbook, *Gardner's Art Through the Ages, A Global History, Lascaux does lead the way, but not because it is the beginning of art. Instead, it's a prime example of what cave painting was and could be. So it's more like a framing device for the rest of the chapter on Paleolithic art. The prized cave art found in those complexes in Western Europe date from around 40,000 to 35,000 BCE which is no small feat. But just in the past decade, more and more discoveries have been made that are helping to rewrite the history of ancient art. And one of those discoveries was actually just reported earlier this year, in January 2021. On the island of Sulawesi, which is one of the islands of Indonesia, archeologists discovered a wall mural of three pigs, these little warty guys endemic to the region, that were depicted in deep red ochre. Though the wall painting isn't in the greatest of shape, it is in just good enough condition that archaeologists have been able to make out that two of the pigs appear to be battling each other while a third looks on. And it seems to be at least 45,500 years old, according to a special kind of uranium dating. Which is like the more familiar radiocarbon dating of past archaeological studies. Except here, the team analyzed the decay of traces of the element uranium instead of carbon. So, you know, hence the name. All of this leads up to a realization that these Sulawesi piggies predate the Hall of the Bulls from Lascaux, which we talked about more in depth last time on A Little Curious, by at least 20,000 years. And that means, again, that these little piggies might just be the oldest art in the world. Or at least the oldest art yet discovered. Because this lucky group of archaeologists, who came from Griffith University in Queensland, Australia, has made incredible headway in Indonesia, nabbing the title of the discoverers of the, quote, world's oldest art two times previously. Once in 2014 with hand stencils from about 40,000 years ago, and once in 2019 with an awesome scene of warriors alongside a group of cattle and then more of those little wild pigs. It's fascinating to see that the narrative is changing to expand to ancient art beyond Europe, but that the subject matter kind of stays the same. In Indonesia, France, Spain, and elsewhere, we have all of these scenes of animals and warriors that showcase early society's hunter-gatherer lifestyles and the spiritual significance of those hunts too. But then a question still remains. How exactly do you define art? And no, this is not a trick question. And in fact, it's a question that is kind of hard to answer if you really think about it. And one of my first seminars in art history began by asking this question, and the class was pretty perplexed by it. But in this case, how do we know what is a work of art? Meaning an object that's being created that showcases both skill and imagination in its making, that's also then meant to stand on its own as a decorative or an aesthetic object. And how do we know especially all of those details when a work of art was created so long ago? When is a handprint just a handprint on a wall? And when is it the beginning of cave painting? This question has been at the heart of debate about ancient art for a very long time. But the debate really began heating up even more in late 2018 when archaeologists announced the discovery of what they deemed the world's oldest drawing on a small rock found in the Blombos Cave in South Africa which is about 200 miles east of the city of Cape Town. I will put images of this so-called ancient drawing on our website, artcuriouspodcast.com, as well as on Instagram and our other social media channels. But let me just give you a quick description. That rock has a blink-and-you'll-miss-it series of markings in good old red ochre again, featuring six lines crossed by three more curvier lines. And according to an interview given to the New York Times, the researcher who discovered it, a man named Luca Polarolo, realized quickly that this was a special rock, saying, quote, I think I saw more than 10,000 artifacts in my life up to now, and I never saw red lines on a flake, unquote, with flake here being a small fragment of rock. He then finished by saying, quote, I could not believe what I had in my hands. Unquote. Yet when you look at this rock flake, at this ancient drawing, it's hard to know whether or not it is a drawing or if it's just a bunch of random scratches on a rock. And that's the really tricky part, the challenge that archeologists face through contextual clues like where this rock was found and what else surrounded it in the cave. Because to be able to argue that this is a drawing, we're looking to argue that this is an image that was created with intent and imagination And that's a pretty big job. But here's the thing. If a consensus is found and archaeologists are able to agree that this is indeed the world's oldest drawing, then art history is rewritten once again, moving that timeline back over 30,000 years before those pigs and bulls and warriors in Sulawesi. Because those little red lines date to about 73,000 years ago. And being able to establish that our ancestors, almost 100,000 years ago, were just doodling away, can actually have huge ramifications for our understanding of human development, of language development, and the way symbols were used in the Paleolithic era. And, of course, how we humans first started down this incredibly fascinating road of art. For more stories of the unexpected, the slightly odd and the strangely wonderful in art history, subscribe now to the Art Curious Podcast on the podcatcher of your choice, follow on Spotify, or you can download and listen in directly on our website, artcuriouspodcast.com. And before I sign off, I want to take this opportunity to thank our most recent donor, Scott from Saline, Michigan, for his super generous gift. Thank you so much, Scott. If you want me to read your name on an upcoming episode, to support our show, and to do it all tax-free, please follow our donate link on our website. I will catch you back here next week for our continuing series on cursed art and again in two weeks for another little look at ancient art with A Little Curious.